Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun, friendly host, and this is our bonus episode three of season two, the very best one yet. We are featuring Marking Through Madness. So we'll get the kickoff to March Madness starting in our virtual event, our first event of our spring sports virtual event series. So welcome everyone, attendees, sponsors, brands that we work with. Excited to have you on board for tonight and excited. Best yet to come on our virtual event today. Introduce you to our event panel for tonight. So we have Jason Bergman. He's the founder and CEO of Market Price. We also have CJ Jones, podcast host of Talk That Sport Pod. Myself, Kelly Johnson, the host of the Daily Grind podcast and Mike Finkelstein, the sports marketing intern for the Daily Grind podcast. Yes, let's get the ball rolling. The party started with March Madness. So let's welcome the show, Jason Bergman. Hey, Kelly, how are you? So happy to be here and thanks for having me. Yes, I'm excited to have you, Jason, on tonight, Marking Through Madness. And I'm excited to learn more about your story and share it with our listeners out there in the world. So to get our kickoff to the theme of today with uh, Marking Through Madness, we want to touch right away with your background on market price. So in what ways have firms like Market Price transformed the industry of athlete marketing? Yeah, of course. And uh, I just wanted to say, too, I was just getting so pumped with the Space Jam music. I kind of wish we you let it ride for a few songs because that was a lot of fun jamming out. I, I miss people too much, I guess, because I've I've started this business a couple months ago. So I missed like the Space Jam song they play. But yeah, not to totally get off track with that. Yeah, I, I, I think for us at Market Price to keep it as simple as possible, like we are looking to democratize athlete marketing. And, you know, as a former sports agent myself, like we want to make sponsorship accessible to every pro athlete, like regardless of your social media following, your gender, the sport you play, you don't need to be an NBA or NFL superstar to be able to close marketing deals. It's actually far from that. The people that aren't NFL and NBA superstars are usually closing the coolest marketing deals that are the most effective. So we just want to break down the barriers of entry for not only every single professional athlete and soon to be college athlete, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit to close marketing deals, but any brand as well. So whether you're a, a multinational company or whether you're even a local company, you should be able to access sports marketing like it's just as easy to spend money on Facebook or Google ads. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. And it's been a fun ride so far. It's been a fun two months. And uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited for what's ahead. Yes, exactly. I was going to touch and ask you, you started Market Price in January of this year. Uh, so yes. perfect timing when we have guests on our show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been crazy. I honestly, it's it, it's been, I usually would have like serious FOMO of doing other things because I literally haven't left my desk. It's like 24 seven working on Mark Price, but it's been amazing. And it's been so fun. I, I love solving problems. Um, 
I have like an endless curiosity of continuing to improve every day. That's why I love the daily grind. You know, you have some awesome people on your show consistently. So again, it's an honor to be here and just to really talk about like how, how important it is to be constantly growing and, and evolving every day. And especially as a startup, you know, you need to be changing every hour, let alone every day, let alone every month. So again, it's been a crazy two months. Yeah. Crazy how time flies too. Uh, before, <laughs> before the end of this year, you'll have so much you have accomplished uh, in the past year. So we're excited for your journey and excited to learn more about what you do on your daily grind. Yes. So speaking of market price, we're in the heart, you're in the heart of the industry. Also another really popular is social media, obviously utilizing that mm -hmm. platform. So for our daily grind listeners out there, what's the best social media platform you prefer to use regarding athlete marketing? Yeah. And I mean, even social media in general, too, and not to sound like the old guy in the room, because I feel like I'm not really the old guy in the room. But like social media is, I think, still growing as just even a vehicle in general, like what we're doing now, like this is a Zoom call that we're having a podcast on. And, you know, I feel like a lot of the athlete endorsement space, when you think about it, it's like in-person photo shoots or in-person autograph signings or in-person events or camps or anything. And the whole industry, at least over the last year, has totally shifted towards social media. And it's it's really been a net positive. Like, yes, obviously, human interaction is super important. But social media in general is just an unbelievable way to connect with fans and, and access fans. And it's been really cool to see, like, athletes in sweatpants and in sweatshirts, like, just at their house and just chilling and, like, what they're actually doing and opening the doors to really their lives for crazy sports fans like myself and i'm sure you are kelly as a former athlete you know like it's so cool to see so to answer your question again like not to get to a track I, I always have to lean towards instagram just kind of looking at the other platforms like twitter there's not enough really engagement or quality on like focus on like high quality content right it's just kind of like tweets and for facebook it's just for that's actually the old people in the room like it's for any parent and it's like any birthdays but that's really it TikTok, it's a little bit too early to tell I think it could be really interesting, but for brands, because when you think of like the best channels, it's the brands are the ones working with the athletes. So they need to see success to keep doing it. So they don't really know how to measure ROI with, I guess, those three that I just named. YouTube is awesome, but not every athlete has a YouTube channel. YouTube I've seen drive really awesome results for brands, but again, not, again, not every athlete has a YouTube channel. So I can't say it's the best one and only a maybe even less than 10% of athletes have YouTube channels and just Instagram kind of like hits everything on the head that you'd want in a marketing channel, except the fact that you can't put a link in your Instagram post, which is why YouTube has been great. Cause you could put a link in your YouTube channel and it lives forever. We, I, I there's a brand on market price who I just was on the phone with last week and they're like, yeah, we're still getting sales from a video that we posted back in 2017 because it doesn't go anywhere and it always stays there. Unless you're like seriously stalking someone on Instagram, you're not seeing posts from 2017, especially Instagram stories. But, uh, you know, kind of like I was mentioning earlier, like it's visual heavy, like it's something where we're visual learners as people. So athletes are always trying to post high quality content. Everyone's trying to post high quality content, which obviously relays well to brands who want the highest quality content. There's a ton of engagement on Instagram. And, you know, even one thing for us as a startup, like we're always trying to grow our Instagram following. I'm sure you say that same as well. Mm -hmm. Every single brand, if they're like, yeah, no, we don't want more Instagram followers. Like, yeah, that's a huge goal for them. So how do you get more Instagram followers? You do cool stuff on Instagram. That can be athletes sending their followers to your page. And, you know, that's one thing. And we didn't even talk about like whitelisting and mm -hmm. taking athletes content and putting ad dollars behind it. So it's not, you're just promoting a general ad. It's like an athlete's photo 
that you're actually sharing and, and putting ad dollars behind. So those were some boring technical questions, but basically Instagram, people spend the most time on it. And that's something that brands have been really taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really well said, Jason. Uh, you mentioned a lot of key words throughout this uh, interview so far, our discussion, just having you know, that high quality, uh, visually appealing uh, content on social media is super important in today's age in general whether you're working on instagram if you're on youtube facebook twitter all those platforms in general i think people really want to personally grow and you hit the nail on the head in regards to uh, what we want to put out and having building those relationships athletes building those relationships with brands and making the right fit um, and having that personalized approach too because uh, not every athlete's doing the same sport and not every athlete's uh you know doing mm-hmm. has the same daily grinds so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. And I mean, I, I spend the most time on Instagram anyway. TikTok is really getting close as a second because we're spending a lot of time there. But yeah. Where, where do you spend your most time, Kelly? Ooh, that's a really great question. So I think it depends too, because we're a podcast and with our nonprofit as well. So um, it depends on the time of the year or obviously with our virtual event in general, we like to uh, resonate with uh, uh, cross platforms because some of our content overlaps with others. We have a feature that we recently launched on Wednesdays. So hashtag woman Wednesdays. So we feature uh, different athletes and coaches or people in the sports industry. And that's been really been hitting it well on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We feature actually just other talented women out there, um, not just in the sports realm. So uh, that's just one example of many. Uh, so depending on the, the time of day or the, the day of the week, we, we uh, utilize different platforms platforms depending on the content so very cool yeah so it kind of leads me into my next question on just what i mentioned about relationships and building those content another key word a lot of our target audience is is networking so how can we network effectively with brands in the, in the sports marketing industry yeah awesome question and just to make sure i'm answering it correctly when you say we is it like jason and kelly or it's like as athletes or just people that want to get into sports marketing who do you mean by we to actually network with brands? I think with people that want to get into sports marketing, because I think a lot of our target audience here is just really want to, whether they're a current college student or a recent grad that's looking to transition into this industry. So yeah. I think that would be the the most appropriate. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, that's something. Absolutely. I, and I think it's just like activity. And I would say the same thing to athletes too. But if you're trying to get into the sports marketing world, just being really, really active and social media again is a great vehicle like you don't need to go to six networking events a night to meet people and hand out business cards you could just hop into like a twitter thread and add something valuable and share your thoughts and and like posts and and dm like and it's actually something where part of my story was i i had the idea for market price but i wanted to test out market price as like a viable solution our business model to not bore you with everything on, on the business side but we charge athletes and agents a monthly membership to utilize the service. It's as low as $15 a month, depending on which athlete you're at. But I knew that if I wanted to charge athletes and agents, they needed to pay for it. And I was like, well, are they going to pay for it? I could ask a bunch of them. Or better yet, I could actually just start my own agency and test it out myself and see if I, as a sports agent, would be able to pay for this because I couldn't just snap my fingers and be a professional athlete, even though I really would want to do that. Um, as you're nodding your head, I'm very jealous, Kelly, <laughs> that you are a pro athlete. But it, I, I did the next best thing to not being a pro athlete. I and I the reason I'm bringing this up now is because I didn't have any connections in the sports world, and I went to Instagram and I DM'd probably like two to three thousand athletes of just like, hey, I've been in sales my whole career. I don't have any background in the sports world. 
I'd love to be able to offer you marketing deals. I don't want anything exclusive. I, I'm going to take like five to 10% commission. Like I don't want to make money off of this. I just want to be able to prove myself that I could do this. And for me in the back of my head being like, well, is it going to be that hard? And again, I thought I was, I had a good sales background. I thought this was a cool idea. And I ended up recruiting 12 professional athletes from that. That success rate is horrible. But again, it's more than zero. Mm -hmm. So being able to pound the pavement and really do things that are really uncomfortable. And again, I'm sure that's a lesson in all of these podcasts you do, like be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Like mm -hmm. that's a huge motto for me, where if I'm uncomfortable, great. That means I should keep moving so I can keep learning things. And market rights wouldn't have existed if I didn't send 50 DMs in a day and then get blocked by Instagram. And then the next day, send 50 more and get blocked. And then the next day and the next day and the next day and just being consistent with it. So I would say just be active. If you think it can be a good idea, just try it. No one's going to call you on the phone or if you respond on a Twitter thread, no one's going to be like, shut up, you're wrong. I mean, maybe they will in the very off chance of that, but you need to be able to just put yourself out there and again, be comfortable in the uncomfortable and just really try to grow and, and be able to try to make those connections and put yourself out there. Really well said, Jason. This is really great insights for our listeners out there that, are, that want to get into sports marketing and have a career in this industry, as well as just uh, ways to effectively network, you know, be, get outside your comfort zone, hit the nail on the head in regards there too just being able to challenge yourself and you're always gonna have you're gonna there's gonna be people people that say yes there's gonna be people that say no so you gotta be you know willing to to take those rejections and put in the mm -hmm. hard work hard work effort to to drive towards uh, the goals that you want to accomplish down the down the road so uh your true true life example for us on the daily grind here and excited to have you uh on today's show so yes another thing you mentioned you teased a little bit about what market price offers but can you kind of tell us a little bit more on on what you provide for uh students and pro athletes yeah absolutely so for student and for i guess pro athletes to start there because student athlete it's still pending legislation but for professional athletes, whether you are in, again, NFL or NBA superstar, or you are a professional lacrosse athlete, or you're a soccer athlete, or you're a CrossFit athlete, if you're competing professionally and you have a fan base from that on social media, you're able to sign up to market price. And it's very similar to a dating app, connect with brands who have signed up on the other end of our marketplace, specifically because they want to work with professional athletes. So it's not only like the right company that is looking to work with athletes, but it's the right person at that company at the right time where they actually want to work with athletes. That's why they've signed up in the first place. And upfront, they're able to state, we call it a campaign. It's more or less like a job posting of a brand that says, you know, and you could use Wilson as an example, like, hey, we have Wilson tennis rackets. We want athletes who either play tennis professionally or just love tennis. And we're giving free product away, or we have a budget of a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars. And if you're an athlete, you could see that and say, well, shoot, I suck at tennis and I hate tennis and click off of it and just go to the next brand. Cause we have over a hundred companies that have already signed up in the first two months. Or if you love tennis, great. In two clicks, you're able to actually apply and reach out to that company and connect with them. So that again, to your first question of what we're doing to the athlete marketing world, like democratizing it and breaking down walls of entry. And one of my favorite like stories, and I know I can't have favorite athletes and I know that this is recorded obviously, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Like this guy, Brandon Mattis, he's a professional ultimate Frisbee athlete. And some of his highlight tapes are insane. Like he is so fast. He jumps so high and he, it's just really cool to watch. And I can't even throw a Frisbee from the life of me, but he has like 800 followers on Instagram does not have, you know, he has 800 followers. That's not a crazy amount. 
And in his first month, he closed three or four deals. Mix of product, he's working on some cash deals. And for a lot of our brands, they're just looking for an authentic fit of like, why would you want to work with me? We have some companies that are in the health and wellness space, in the supplement space, but we also have companies, we have a dog tag company. We have a dog CBD company. If you have pets, we have a, a beard company that helps you grow your beard faster. And it's funny. I was talking to a, a female soccer athlete last week. I was like, great. If you have a boyfriend or a husband that has a beard, awesome. Apply. If you don't move on and be able to take marketing into your own hands, you don't have to sit back and wait for brands to reach out to you. You can, again, in two clicks, sign up to market price, connect with a brand and be able to work with them. And I guess to, to finalize that same soccer athlete, um, her name's Alyssa. She's on the Chicago Red Stars. Mm -hmm. She applied to a company. And I remember the timestamps because I was just looking at the tweet like a weirdo. And it was like 10, 19 a.m. She applied to a company. And by 10, 46, 30, 30 minutes later, she had a proposal from that company and she was sharing her address to get product from them. So again, breaking down the barriers of entry, making anyone who really wants to take marketing into their own hands, giving them the vehicle to do that. That's that's really great to hear, Jason. You're really being able to help us easily connect athletes to to brands out there and have having them find that perfect fit, which is really important, I think, on both sides of the relationship, which is which is amazing. And it's really cool. Uh, different examples. Ultimate Frizzy, that's awesome. I give yeah. kudos to all those sports that I'm not. <laughs> I'm more of a fan. I'm more of a fan or enthusiast. Same here, Kelly. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> Love to give uh, credit where credit is due when it comes to talented athletes out there, on and off the the court or field or whatever uh, surface that they play or compete on. So, absolutely. Yeah. So you kind of already answered my question already, but how do you best align like market prices, message, you know, narrative with those of the athletes and brands that you you represent? Yeah, I, I, you know, for us, it's just like being able to help every single user and just like shock them with value as soon as they touch market prices ecosystem like that. And that starts with our social media of like, if an athlete finds us, they'll see awesome content. And like, we just started, you have hashtag women Wednesdays, which is awesome. We may borrow that and we'll give you credit. Don't worry. But we have our own like hashtag Tuesday tips. And it's like, what are brands looking for an athlete or an athlete partner or what's the best message to send brands and just being able to help athletes every single step of the way, reach out to, to brands. Same thing with sports agents we work with, same thing with brands, but for us, and you know, even as a business too, like we need to be able to grow as well. And our business model perfectly aligns with athletes where we don't take any commission from their deals. So if they do a hundred dollar deal or a hundred thousand dollar deal, we're generating the same amount of revenue, which and to put it in context, there's other influencer marketplaces out there. They're not in the sports world, but they would take a 20% fee of every deal on their system, which makes them care more about the bigger named athletes, as do really big sports agencies. Because would you want 20% of $100 or 20% of $100,000? For us, it, it doesn't matter. You could be, uh, again, a Brandon Mattis with 800 followers, or you could be a Tyreek Hill with over a million followers. We're generating the same amount of revenue no matter who you are. We just want to help you, again, whoever you are, be able to close deals, see value, make awesome long-term connections. And, you know, again, and going back to the revenue side, because we are a business, we want you to be getting more money and putting more money in your pocket than you're actually investing with market price. And that's our goal to really help, again, not only the thousands of professional athletes, but the almost 500,000 student athletes who are about to become eligible for marketing deals. And again, not just the Trevor Lawrence's and the superstar NBA and NFL athletes, 
the female runner, the cross country athletes, the soccer players, the, the athletes that are in a little bit more of niche sports, but have again, an incredibly awesome and engaged following, at least most of them in at least their local community, if not across the country. So it's just about making those right connections with athletes and brands. And, and that's really what we care most about. That's really great to hear, Jason. I I really enjoy that you serve, you know, not just one sport, but multiple sports and and all athletes across the board, which is super cool. And it's really cool to see all the engagement, all the engagement that they have on social media and what they do, uh, whether it's in their whether it's an individual sport or a team sport, what they do uh, on and off the field and being able to connect with brands that they resonate with well with their own values and everything. So, yes, speaking of 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 brand loyalty, how does market price create like brand loyalty to motivate more athletes to sign on you mentioned you're you're onboarding more than five thousand athletes uh, Mm -hmm. but just continue continually working with the brand yeah in a bunch of different ways so this is what we're learning and i think the thing for us is like we love to show what other like what we're doing like i've posted on social media about like building in public and building from the ground up because that's really interesting people love learning people listening to this podcast they're listening because it's the daily grind and it's how they can improve themselves. Anything that I'm able to kind of share for someone else to learn from, that's a plus for us. Like I know the day that we were supposed to launch, one of our team members actually deleted a significant amount of data from our system. And luckily enough, after like an hour of being like, okay, what do we do? I realized that I had emailed all of the users, the data that we actually deleted. And we're like, okay, great. Let's work as a team and let's be able to refill this information and and fix things. And that was a high level view of a very stressful day. But the thing with us is like, we want to be able to be a transparent company. Anything that we're doing, any deals that we're closing, any applications that we have, we don't want to be that company that keeps things secret. And, you know, even like things as little as messages from athletes to brands, being comfortable as a, as a community. And there's actually this one athlete who's in, he's in the fan controlled football league. And it was something that was, I, I don't know if you know what the, do you know what the fan controlled football league is, Kelly? A little bit, uh, but for our listeners that, that don't know about this, can you kind of explain a little bit more? Absolutely. So it's an unbelievably exciting new football league that just had their first season and they're in a bubble in Atlanta right now. And it's called the fan controlled football league because fans are able to call plays in the game and they're able to make the rules and make the team names. And they have guys like Marshawn Lynch and Austin Eckler and Johnny Manziel and Josh Gordon and Bob Mennery, some really big names involved. Quavo is involved and they're involved in it. It's really cool. And it's an awesome marketing idea. My point is there's one athlete who's in the bubble now who didn't make it to the NFL yet, but he's using market price to be able to close more deals because this is a big marketing opportunity. And he applied to this candle company. And it's a story that kind of hit home for me where he applied to this candle company and I was like, oh, football players and candles. I don't, I mean, I guess like, I don't want to put all these guys into a box. And he messages the brand. He's like, hey, this is my first name. And I have a really close connection with candles because I grew up poor and my electricity bill would always go out. My electricity would always go out and we would have to use candles to kind of keep the lights on. And that's something where I have a very close connection with candles and I would love to work with you. And the brand is like, great, immediate, like, let's talk, let's communicate and let's figure it out because that authentic partnership is what we're selling to brands and athletes of it doesn't matter about the sport you play or what you do on the field, more or less. Sure. That has a small effect, but it's more about the person you are 
behind you. And I know that was a little bit of a tangent of like, how do we create loyalty? But it's just, hey, we we always want to be open with everything that's going on. And even little things to, to end it off here. I love the idea of an athlete community and that doesn't exist. I wanted to make a Facebook group, but again, no one really uses Facebook. We have an Instagram DM group with all the athletes that have signed up to Mark Price or most of them. And it's like, it, you know, it's a very diverse set of athletes and we're sharing like any inside tips for brands or any tips on how to reach out to these companies. And everyone's like introducing themselves and who they are. And the other day I saw an athlete that's in the group, like another athlete's post who they didn't know each other before market price. So it's just building that community aspect has been, at least for me, like keeping me up at 1230 at night, just smiling at my phone, like watching it. Um, that's the stuff that gets me and, and our team at market price really excited. That's, that's great to hear, Jason. Thanks for sharing that success story. You probably have plenty so far, even being two months in. Again, lots of keywords, being authentic, uh, being transparent, really creating that brand loyalty, making those connections and finding the best fit for those athletes out there and brands. Yes. So I know, again, you, you launched this in January 2021. It's crazy to say that, yeah. but do you have a, a most impactful milestone so far or something that you're looking forward to, you know, reaching and exceeding down the road you'd like to share with us? Yeah. So it's an awesome question. And kind of like you touched on, there's a lot of mm -hmm. awesome milestones. Like we're about to pass 500 athletes available to work with in market price. We've hit over a hundred companies. Oh, thank you for this. Yeah. The, the, the clap. <laughs> Golf clap. Um, yeah. We're, I mean, we're working with some awesome, like CBS sports and bleacher report and fashion Nova and Zappos and some, and some awesome companies we've led to over, I, I'm answering, I'm giving you four answers. We've led to like over 600. The coolest thing for me, or one of them is we, we have led to over 600 matches between athletes and brands, which has been, again, really, really awesome because that's like the first date, right, of the dating app. But none of that would be possible, not to sound the most corny ever, but seriously, none of that would be possible without the team that we've built. We have an unbelievable team of, of four full-time employees. So it's myself, my co-founder, Sherry R., we have um, my marketing manager, Evan, who I know you've talked to, Kelly, who if you see anything on social media, it's the highest quality and that's Evan behind it. And then we also have another developer behind the zine sack. The, the camaraderie that we've built and the team that we have built just in the fact of like a shared mission is incredible. And like we could have, and again, I, I read a lot about like growing a business and growing a culture. We started this all remote. Like we just found out Evan is six, four the other day and he could like dunk. And it's just, we met him on Zoom. I'm like, man, you'll push me into a locker. Like I'm five, seven. And it, it's just really cool to be able to learn and be on the same page with these individuals. And like, even if it's Zach and Sherry are as engineers fixing a bug at 1230 at night, because we can't launch the next day with a bug in our system or Evan and I working on a, you know, a fun project where it's like seven, eight, nine o'clock. The thing is like, you need to, and this is a quote I love from Reed Hoffman. He's the, the former CEO of LinkedIn. And he's like, everyone is the hero in their own story. And I, I really took that to heart because again, Kelly, you started this podcast. I'm sure this is a step in the direction of you want to be your hero, a hero in your own story. Mm -hmm. For me, starting market price, but learning the people that you work with, like what they want to get to, what is their like North Star? Where do they want to get to? And how can market price play a role in that? And being able to just not only say, great, here's the role market price can play, but empower them to do everything that they want to be able to do to continue to grow and reach that goal that they want to get to. That's the most important thing, because if you don't have an awesome team, 
then you're not really going to go anywhere as a company. And we have such a solid foundation that again, we just started two months ago. Like we have so much ahead of us. There's so many awesome ideas that we have that we haven't hit yet. And again, we have the team, we have the infrastructure to build that. And, you know, I would take our team against any other team in the book. Like we go out, like we have a team kickball, like a kickball team or basketball team or soccer. Again, I, I'm sure we'd do well, but like building a product, I couldn't have, have imagined or dreamt of a better team. Really well said, Jason. Uh, yeah, kudos to you and your team, all the accomplishments that you've had so far in a short period of time. Uh, we're excited for your continuous growth and improvement down the road. As you say on the on the Daily Grind, keep up the grind. So, yes, going in reversal of roles, you've talked about, you know, brain loyalty with athletes. But how about motivating brands that you work with to, to sign on with Market Price? Can you uh, share some share some insights on that side? Yeah, for sure. So going back to the business model, because this is this is really one of the biggest motivating factors, it's free to use for any brand. So it's always free to use, it's free to sign up, it's free to post a campaign, it's free to close deals. You can use us for free with no strings attached. So for a lot of brands, if you're thinking that pro athletes would like your product, you're just not sure, or like, hey, I wonder which athletes would really love my brand, but because I think that they could benefit from it you're a perfect company for market price, no matter what size you are. And at least in my experience, I, I've been working in sports for a while now. And like every single company thinks they have, if not the best, one of the best products in their category, the best skincare products, you know, the best supplements, the best energy drink, the best dog tags, like we mentioned earlier. And it's like, great. They need to find people who believe in their product just as much as they do and who really like not only their company, but their mission as well. And for market price, that's something where, and again, to give you another example, we just started working with this unbelievable professional volleyball athlete. His name is Jeremy Casebeer, and he is all about working with environment-friendly companies. And he's been able to connect with, we have another company called Beast and it's like Beast Shampoo and Beast Conditioner. And they just use recyclable material and they're all about environment-friendly products as well. That's amazing. How can they actually connect and work on a marketing deal? That's where you can see their campaign. Jeremy could see their campaign and in two clicks apply to work with them and be able to share his background of why he's interested in them. So for brands, it is an absolute no-brainer and totally free not to I'll take my sales hat off, but it's hard not to say that just because it's like, why not see which athletes want to go on this ride with you and who care about your product? And I guess to end it off, we just started working with a, it's like a, a men's wedding ring company. And I, I just formally got married. I have a ring already, but that's something where it's, it's targeting such a niche group of people, guys who are about to get married, who, what athletes are about to get married. They don't share, Hey, I'm going to propose to my wife in two months. They post a campaign on market price. They've already had nine applications in a week from athletes who are interested in working with them. And that's been, again, amazing to see. So just posting a campaign in five minutes and seeing which professional athletes want to work with you has been really the coolest part. That's that's great to see. Again, thanks, Jason, for sharing those success stories out there on the different brands and athletes that they connect really well with. Again, going back to that personalized approach and finding that that best mm -hmm. fit for, for both sides. For our Daily Grind listeners, again, uh, shedding some light in the sports parking industry, can you kind of share with us maybe steps along the way from going from, let's say I'm I'm a pro athlete looking to, to sign with, with market price, what are some steps along the way or what does the, like, the timeline look like if I'm looking to, to work with you? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to be specific too, because you mentioned sign with, mm -hmm. and I've talked to a lot of athletes and they ask me, 
just a front they're like hey so what what is the deal like is this exclusive are you guys taking commission we're not exclusive at all it's like using a dating app right you could still meet someone at a bar if people still go to bars and meet people and you could use tinder or hinge and connect with someone so it's not exclusive you can work with an agent you could take marketing into your own hands you could do both at the same time again we don't take any commission from your deals so whatever you close that partnership you own that partnership we just want to help you meet them but as an athlete or an agent it's as easy going to our website you would be able to sign up in a matter of a minute and you could start creating your profile. So that's where you fill out the sport you play, the team you play for, the hometown, your college, some social media statistics as well that we help you with. So you'll see, let's say you have 5,000 followers, but we're also able to tell you how much engagement you're getting, how many likes and comments and what rate that is to help you sell yourself to these brands. And again, just the I keep saying it over and over again, because that's one of the big things we really are passionate about is just breaking down the barriers. We had a professional lacrosse athlete. He signed up. And again, it's with the timestamps, right? Because these are the best stories. But he signed up, created a profile. He applied to 20 different campaigns. And again, like I said, we have over 100 campaigns. So that's something like he didn't apply to just everyone. 20 that he cared about. It was between 321 and 325. It was in four minutes. And I looked at it. I'm like, how the hell did this guy do this? Like I'm testing the website and I can't even move that fast. And it's just awesome to see how athletes are able to like get a profile, sign up like that female soccer player, close a deal in as little as 30 minutes because you're finding awesome companies, the right person at that awesome company at the right time where they want to hear from you. Again, it's not like they create a campaign, you apply and they say, reach out in six months. If they wanted to work with you in six months, they wouldn't have a live campaign on market price today. So that's been, again, just like the coolest part of like, I'm so jealous of athletes already, just because obviously they're pro athletes. There's a lot to be jealous of. I'm watching them on TV and growing up being a huge sports nerd like I am. But it's just awesome to see like, cool, you could work with a candle company. You could work with a probiotic company, a protein bar company, an energy drink company, a beard company. Like you could work with really any company and it's all at the palm of your hands and that's been the coolest thing that's awesome that's really great to hear again a high quality content uh being able to connect build those relationships both on the athlete and the brand side so yep also speaking on the on the brand side again because we want to you know share the love here for for both ends on who you serve can you kind of explain like the process of uh your team working with with those brands for them to you know create that marketing campaign for individual athletes yeah, awesome. So th- that's something I'm happy to help with. And it's really cool because they can go a bunch of different ways about it. And we, we help them just because we're so new, right? So any success stories that we're able to share, like I said, transparency, we're going to. And a lot of brands like doing what other brands are doing, especially if it's worked, lessens the risk. But for brands on market price, they could sign up and they could create, like I said earlier, the campaign or job posting, where it says a little bit more about the company. And then upfront, what not only what you're looking for from an athlete. So is it an Instagram post? Is it a TikTok post? Is it a YouTube video? Is it just content to reuse on their website or a testimonial? Um, or is it a podcast appearance? We've done some awesome podcasts with guys like, you know, March Madness, Carlos Boozer um, was just on a podcast that came out yesterday with a company on market price, but they're able to state whatever they're looking for as well as their budget. And like you said, and we discussed, any company could sign up because you could offer as little as free product. Hey, I just want to send you the protein bars that I have or send you the dog tags I have or send you the candles. Or you could say, hey, you know what? We have a pretty big budget here. We have five or six figures that we want to spend. And then our network of athletes will see that campaign and they'll actually be able to apply to you in two clicks. Not only athletes apply, but you can actually go target them and you could invite them to work with you. But again, we 
talking about milestones, we've had over 3000 applications in the first two months because these athletes and agents who sign up, that's been the real telltale sign of like, there is a need. They want to be able to do this and they want to be able to take marketing into their own hands and market prices finally allowed them to do that. And again, we're just getting started. So I can't really wait to see where we're going to end up. Awesome. We're excited for you here on the Daily Grind. Uh, what's best yet to come with Jason and the Market Price team. Uh, really great insights. Thank you for sharing so much on this. I would say to Jason, my last question to you is how excited are you for March Madness? <laughs> <laughs> Very excited. My Gators are a seven seed. In full transparency, I haven't watched as much college basketball as I would have liked to just because starting a company, it really is 24-7. You know, you're working until you fall asleep and then you wake up and then you're, you know, looking at uh, at something market price, you're thinking about it. But I am, I'm very excited. I hope it goes off, like just with, with COVID everything, I really hope it goes off without a hitch, as, if that's even possible. But the NBA season, the NFL season have given me hopes as a fan and I haven't even filled out my bracket yet. Do you have any recommendations? Who do you think is going to win? Uh, that's a really great question. I'm gonna hand that off to I'm gonna hand that off to Mike, my intern, to to get oh, to fill us with the bracket. I'm a, I'm about to I'm gonna do that after today's t- tonight's uh, virtual event. Fill out my bracket. It's it's in my calendar to do. So uh, I'll 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 give you I'll give you some insights after 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 the podcast. <laughs> you don't want to share them on air. I got no, you. I no. got you. Sounds good. <laughs> but yes, yeah, speaking of March Madness, I'm going to hand off the marketing through madness our next segment to our daily grind sports marketing intern mike finkelstein to lead the way with our next special guest on today's show thank you so much kelly so today we have cj on our virtual event thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us cj and i just have a few specific questions marketing march madness specific starting on thursday we have 67 games in 18 days in one confined area and I'm pumped. I hope you're as pumped as I am. So my first question for you, CJ, is what is your boldest prediction for this year's NCAA tournament? Man, uh, boldest prediction. I think everybody doesn't like us. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I like what Juwan's done in Michigan, but I don't think they're going to have the power to get the first weekend this year. All righty. Um, moving on to my next question. Do you think any team seated 10 or higher will make it past the Sweet 16? Oh yeah, I, I think so. I, I mean, I I like Iona just because of the Rick Pitino factor there. I also like, yeah, I think Iona's gonna be the one that's gonna be the under ten seed that's gonna go to the to the Elite Eight, maybe. Yeah, I think the Elite Eight is pretty gonna make it to there. Yeah, I was looking at teams like Syracuse and Georgetown, like a VCU, those type of teams. I think might might make a run. I mean, always follows that Syracuse trap every year. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, but uh, the Orange, they, they always have good representation. So we'll, we'll see. This year is definitely different. We have a bubble, but I, I can't wait for Thursday. And yeah. my last question, CJ, is what team is your favorite dark horse to make the Elite Eight? I'm going to have to go with my own squad, man. University of Texas Longhorns. Like, I, I feel like they had an up-and-down season. We got as high as ranked number four, and then we had – some COVID stuff. We lost Shocker for a couple games. They're going to jump, even though they won the Big 12. There's an asterisk going because Kansas got left out. But I think those the guards they've been playing with, Jones is playing. I was my Coleman's playing crazy. He's got four years' experience. And I think this is one of those teams that you look at in past seasons that 
they're veteran enough. They have enough seniors and juniors and uh, upperclassmen on the roster. They can give them enough cushion to the uh, to lead a. I, I think even a far four shot. Yeah, I definitely agree. Jericho Sims has been playing out of this world in the conference tournament. Yeah, I, I definitely think Texas has the has the potential to make a, a long run in this tournament. So just like a last question, uh, what what's your what's your championship? Just knee jerk right off a selection Sunday. Did you have a, a gut championship kind of matchup? I don't have one yet. I'm still working on bracket. I'm, I'm gonna finish it tonight. I have like I just don't. I, this year is not a year of like I wanted. I put this. I want to see Alabama in the finals and this is the championship game. Reason I want to see Alabama championship game because they're the most fun team to watch in the NCAA this season. I don't know who I want them to play against them. So I mean, for me, it's like as long as Alabama makes it, I'll be happy. Yeah, definitely very excited. These one seeds look look good. The two seeds are strong as well. A lot of Big Ten, Big Twelve, uh, ACC representation. So uh, really oh, excited. Yeah. Thank you so much, CJ, for being able to hop on the event today and give you give us. Some March Madness specific insight. I, I I loved all your responses. I definitely think that there's definitely going to be some upsets, but uh, we'll see how how the teams that are expected to do well do. So uh, I'm excited for Thursday and that that uh, those playing games, and we start round of 64 on Friday. Me too. Me too. I'm super excited. Thank y'all for letting me come on. Definitely. Yes. Love to have CJ again, CJ from talk that sport podcast, another great sports podcast to tune in uh, each and every week. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mike, for continuing our discussion on March Madness and awarding our giveaway for today's virtual event. Uh, Just a reminder, uh, we have two upcoming events in our spring sports virtual event series. So our next one we have on the calendar uh, Tuesday, April 6th, we are have a Masters golf tournament-themed event, Fueling the Grind. And in addition to Fueling the Grind, we have one more event of our virtual event series on Tuesday, April 27th, Road to the NFL Draft. So that's obviously uh, tied into the NFL Draft. Uh, be sure to follow us on our social platforms, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook to learn more about those events. RSVP, both of them are free, and we also be doing giveaways on each of those nights as well. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to today's uh, virtual event. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors, Wilson Sporting Goods, uh, Market Price, and Aurora Sports Ring for helping us provide a really cool atmosphere for today's show, as well as uh, supporting our brand, our community, our podcast in general. Again, thank you so much uh, to our special guests that made an appearance tonight, Jason Bergman from Market Price and CJ Jones from Talk That Sport Podcast. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you, everyone. Hey, Daily Grinders, we want to feature you on the pod. Send us a fun fact. Use the online form in our show notes to submit a fun fact. Can't wait to give you a shout out. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and comp our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. Thanks also to our podcast team, Aiden Donaldson, Paige Albright, Lauren Ricks, and Mike Finkelstein.